0: Welcome to the Accidental Fatherhood Podcast with James and Ash. We started this podcast because there isn't a lot of support out there for us guys. We're going through a pretty tough time right now. Yeah. Yeah. Accidents, not mistakes. Unplanned pregnancies and new relationships and what the f- is going on with our lives. So we're trying to bring a little bit of support through some awesome
1: special guests and. It's a place to commiserate together. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good clap! Yeah, we're fucking pros at it. That's I don't know if why. anyone
0: knows. Every time we start a podcast, we clap our hands, and we get our like guests to clap our hands because we sync we sync our um, our sound our to our video.
1: We sync our claps. I better put my headphones on because Ash gets upset. Well, you don't have to. It just makes me feel like I don't sound like an f wit. Really? How does that How does that happen? Uh, I think I regulate my sound through your ears. Yeah. Yeah, lower my voice. <laughs> right, I'm Brodie O. I do not I don't. I swear, like those earlier podcasts that we did, I was like, sound a little bit um feminine. <laughs> really? I'm like, I don't know. And it's not. Well, it's not what I'm used to hearing, right? Yeah. So the headphones make you sound more masculine. Well, it's just I don't know. Like I'm not doing anything on purpose. Do you reckon you're in your light or you're a uh- you're dark. Masculine or feminine right now? Last week I think I was in my light feminine. I was like an injured injured warrior. Is that right? Marco was last week. No, no. Mar- oh I'm all Marco, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a sneaky back to back, guys. We've <laughs> we just are. had Marco. He's just left the studio. Just left for the lack building. Of the better word and with his wise and um educational yeah, thing. so that was great and so james and i thought we'd do a wrap up um so we can take a well reserved well deserved break next week yeah because it's a public holiday tomorrow
0: so we figured all the stuff's set up so let's just do a back-to-back and have next week
1: off or leave next week open for possibly a mystery guest so yeah which would which is what we did last time we did a um catch up too mm. it was a back-to-back yeah so um but yeah so Tyler Erickson referred to the light and dark, um, masculine and, feminine, um, and, and, and feminine, and and the shadow feminine and the shadow. I was in the shadow last week for sure. I was. Um, oh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I um I wasn't putting in too much effort at home. I slipped, James. I slipped. Then um, Tish gave me a well deserved rev. Which is totally fine and didn't put me in the best headspace made me have a really strong reflection um, and then yeah, and then anyway, just was a bit injured. Well we did I did say that we both had a bit of a rough week. week,
0: yeah however, our shirts arrived I don't know if you can see on on YouTube you'll see, and on Spotify video you'll see we've got these we've got merch in the house, yeah, on the chest. Uh, uh, uh. That's the second time <laughs> I've dropped it <this. laughs> yeah. We need a button <laughs> Why We don't need a button But we've got that amazing impression Of the DJ yeah. The
1: DJ horn, yeah um, But yeah And if you want to buy some merch Check out our shop that's not open <laughs> It would be great if we got to a stage Where people were happy to purchase some merch. merch yeah. But maybe we could come up with some stuff In the future I don't think anyone wants to walk around advertising advertising the accidental fatherhood, but maybe some stuff dads, Mm. like Like some hoodies or something that people might want to buy. I don't know. More work for you, James.
0: (laughs) 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 Should we tell the viewers the uh, breakdown of
1: work that's got into this podcast or should we just leave that alone? (laughs) We can. It doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me. James is the heavy hitter in this podcast. My job is to be the funny guy. <laughs> Show up. Um it's not well, it's not my job, but at the moment, that's all I'm doing. Is um and I I, I purchase the drinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and we both share the social media, but it's mainly been James, and then James is doing all of our editing. So all well, of you watching this is James' handiwork. He had to learn quickly. He's done an amazing job. But we did a breakdown of hours, or James did a breakdown of hours. So, so it's a little upsided. 350 hours to my 50? I think it was more like ten. Five 550 hours. Oh, it was a fire. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just saw it just before I came in. Yeah. Anyway, so, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm, fine. I don't have a kid, so I've got the hours up my sleeve, you know. I saw this thing today um, at a Living, uh, L-I-V-I-N talk conference and it had, I'm fine, and if you turn it upside down, it spelled out, help me. (laughs) (laughs) Does it? No, 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 like the way they wrote it. Oh, right. (laughs) It doesn't actually. I'm trying to work it out. I'm like...
0: That doesn't even and, work.
1: Oh, it was pretty it was pretty clever what they did. Like oh, yeah. yeah, it's I've never seen an M <laughs> written quite like that. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Um So we Yeah, we had
0: we both had rough weeks. Yeah. Um I've been are we gonna go
1: into that? Yeah, so you sent me you sent me a text um what, on Saturday, and you were saying something um along the lines of you and Alex have had a talk. Hmm. Um, name dropped. Ooh, sorry, um, that's okay. And then drew attention to it. <laughs> it's like I highlighted yeah, it, and yeah, underlined like, it. What's sorry. your partner's name?
0: No, she's. I think she'll be fine. She, she's one of our biggest fans. She listens to this every week, and yeah. uh, she loves what we're doing. And she even helped me get two. I think two guests this week. Yeah. So that's and she's cool. going to come on soon. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully. Well, just to give you context, guys, we've got literally ten weeks of guests booked out. To come on So the podcast is doing really well We're getting lots of listens And we're hoping And I got my first Review Message today No not a review I got what? a Someone message. sent a message today I'm going to read it out Because Yeah do it Pretty stoked. <laughs> oh, oh, <fucking> <laughs> Let me read out If I can read it out Well um, So This For me was just like Oh this is why we're doing this Right um, Here we go Hey mate Hope you're well Loving the podcast. I'm on episode five, and I've had uh, I have already got out a lot out of it. I'm going home to my family more conscious of how I'm showing up and communicating with my partner more, which have been the biggest changes. So thanks to you and Ash for starting this podcast. It's really valuable to me, as I'm sure and will be to many other guys out there listening.
1: Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, for me, I'm like, oh man, that's
0: so cool that some it's helped someone. Because I know it's helped me just having these guests on and talking to relationships and, and I think mainly relationships is, is helped. Well, at the moment, because I don't have a child, I'm getting more out of that. And this week we, we – um, and I think it's, it's been hard. It's been really hard with Alex and I in terms of our relationship. And I think there's – you know, you're in a new relationship and there's a lot of pressure on both of us to be that romantic partner, Mm-hmm. Right? Because you're in a new relationship and you've got the honeymoon period and, like, you're expected to, like, you know, we, you're in the honeymoon period for three to six months and everything's great and shiny and beautiful and fun and you know, there's nothing too heavy.
1: And we've just got... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't
1: throw out heavy. <laughs> Don't throw out shiny and fun and heavy when you're talking about pregnant women. <laughs> <laughs> shiny, <laughs> fun and heavy. He- shiny. is. <laughs> You're like, everything's shiny and fun and heavy. And, heavy. Mm. and it's like, and then I'm like, no, not a good way to describe it. Not when someone's pregnant. Uh, That's I'm not describing her. No, 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 no. But it was like straight, my brain went yeah. straight to that. when, And then enter a pregnant woman. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, because I've been there, obviously. Well, you've been a pregnant woman before. Pretty much now <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's um
1: but yeah yeah, so we anyway. had
0: yeah, we had a bit of a challenging um we we have both been navigating this as best we can, and we decided we both decided this week to take the pressure off ourselves to be in that romantic relationship because there's we're both feeling that we should be showing up in a certain way, and we we're both feeling that pressure um Having that chat to actually go, hey, let's just park. Let's just park the romantic relationship down for now. I'm not. We're not. I'm not going to um, remove it off the table completely. But let's just put it aside for now, and let's focus on. Because to be honest, it felt like neither of us could. Well, in particular, um, she couldn't show up in the way I needed her to be a romantic partner, and so my expectations were to be to be here and obviously she was struggling to even just you know with pregnancy in particular it's there's so much going on with her body and and this whole circumstance and work and all these other dramas going on that she could she could there's no way she could actually live up to those expectations that i had of her yeah and then likewise I, i i wasn't living up to her the expectations she needed of me and we had all this pressure on us to show up in a certain way and those expectations which we spoke to marco about Um, last week about having those expectations of your partner to be a certain way and for us we needed to just take that pressure off so we decided hey let's just let's just take that pressure off for now Mm. and let's just focus on being good really a really good strong foundation of friendship that we can then support each other through this really challenging time and focus on being great parents, and supporting each other. thats that's That was our focus. So let's focus on that. I'm not saying no to this romantic relationship that's never going to happen, but let's just leave that, let's take the pressure off and move forward with just supporting each other. And the other framework we've put in as well, and I know this might sound a little bit kind of structural and, I don't know, some people might think it's definitely anti-romantic, but putting some structure in how we communicate with each other. So I decided to I said, I said to her, every Sunday, let's check in with each other and have a conversation about how we showed up the week before. Is there anything we could have done better? Is there anything? Do you need me? Did you need me to show up in a different way than how I showed up? And what would that look like? And if I can do one thing for you next week and show up in a certain way or show love in a certain way next week. Um, what do you, what, what, what's that? Just one thing. Doesn't have to be everything. Doesn't have to be all the love languages or anything like that. Just one small thing that I can do for you next week to show you that I care and I love for you. Um, what, do, what, what, would that be? And how can I show up that way for you? And then I can just concentrate on that one small thing to show her that I care and I love her. Um, and I spoke to someone today that said another thing you could do as well is just, uh, ha- show some gratitude to your partner as well and say, Hey, thank you for doing this for me last week. Um, I'm just really grateful that you did that for me and I appreciate it and thank you. And just a little bit of an appreciation to your partner and just let them know that you do appreciate them because, and this is all that communication piece, right? Because if if we're not communicating with our partner, right, then you have these covert contracts that we spoke about with Tyler a couple of weeks ago where you expect your partner to shop in a certain way and they're not. So if we can kind of open up those communication pathways Create that safe space and structure and understand that there'll be no judgment and we just want to do the best we can in the circumstance and work out what that looks like together. Yep. And f- I don't know what that looks like right now because we you know, it's week one. Yep. But just having that conversation felt really good for both of us. And, and taking
1: that pressure off.
0: And taking the pressure off. And the other thing we talked about as well is because this is all very scary, what's going on right now, like we're having a kid and we barely know each other and like she's moving in in a couple of weeks. I thought it was really uh, a really good thing to ask her what her biggest fear is right now. Like what's at the moment, what's what is your biggest fear in this relationship and how you're showing up? Like what's that, what's driving that behavior and what is your biggest fear? Tell me your biggest fear. I want to understand it. And vice versa. I I shared with her my biggest fear and just going to the depths of those and being vulnerable. Like we spoke about as well is going, okay, well this is how I'm feeling. This is my biggest fear. And this is how you're feeling. This is your biggest fear. And that way we could kind of meet each other and reassure each other that you've got nothing to worry about and we're going to support each other and go through that journey. So uh, it was an awesome chat and it needed to happen. And um, yeah, it was yeah. it was a re- really good, I think,
1: I think a really great way of moving forward for us. Yeah, because the thing about fear, I guess, is um, it's all in your head, right? And as soon as you breathe light into what you're fear about, and you bring it out in the open, the sooner it dissipates, you know. And I've struggled with anxiety a little bit, and um, you know I've done that with journaling as well um, in the past. Um, I don't have a good journaling practice, but um, you know, and hashtagging out. Okay, what am I fear? What am I? What am I worried about? What right now? Writing it out, and then writing out, mapping situations. And if you're keeping that bottled in. To yourself, your partner's not a mind reader. And your partner's also pregnant as well. So she's like, she's all she's worried about, I can tell you right now, is the baby and her. You're last on the list. Like, that's just the way it is. And it sucks in a way, but that's, they don't have time to think about you (laughs) and your needs. You know what I mean? And, you know, I can, I get that it's, it feels like, you're getting neglected. Um, but, yeah, it's. I think that's unreal. And um, I'm happy that you guys have done that um, and that you are still moving. So you're still moving in at this stage together. And I think that's the other thing too. Like, um, you know, Tisha and I, we moved in together. So we had that catalyst every day. Mm. You know, I was talking to someone today at work and um, they had a fight with their partner and it was like um you know he he's they're not living together and i was like you know whenever tisha and i had a fight i had to go home back to where she lives and it was like you know it wasn't like a it wasn't anything over anything big You had to resolve it but we had to resolve it mm. we were forced to where you guys um not living in that space together it fuck must be hard yeah but um, when you sent me that text, I thought you guys had like because you said we're putting the romance aside, or along those lines, and I was like, oh no, they've decided to co-parent. Um, and then I thought this is gonna be great content for the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, how to how to negotiate that? But um, you I know, think it, that's really smart, though, what you guys have done. And it's like let's let's fuck the romance off now. Plenty of time to build that, and like. To a degree, I think um, you know, Teach and I did a little bit of that anyway, um, but you know, and that's starting to come back into our lives now. I, th- I think, nat- I think naturally, I think naturally you would have, yeah,
0: right. I think naturally it's happening anyway. But if you just remove that pressure from expecting the partner to show up that way, yep, and just having that conversation, you go, hey, like, I don't expect you to be that loving partner right now, yeah, and that's okay, yeah, and, and you don't you don't need to be. I, I don't need to be that either. And then we can kind of find each other organically in whatever way that is. And to be honest, I feel like we're closer than we ever were before. Well, you've eliminated a lot of fear. Yeah, and the, and the expectations. Yeah. So we're removing, and it's like almost stepping back has actually brought us closer. Yeah. How cool is that? So it's an interesting, an interesting thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and you do you feel less stressed. Yeah. I feel, way, I feel way less stressed, and I feel like because there's part of me that thought well, we're in this new relationship and I need to be that romantic partner and and we need to be having this romantic relationship and she's expecting me to be that person. Yeah. But at the moment she's not showing up the way I want her to be and I can't show up the way I want to because um, I don't feel like my needs are getting met and, you know, having that conversation just.
1: And that was coming across a lot on the podcast too, you know, that your needs weren't getting met and you are worried about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think maybe because I'm sitting right next to you most of the time listening. But yeah, and yeah. it was like I felt a bit of concern there. So it's awesome that you've um you guys have had that that chat. Yeah, and we have a you know some sort of coping mechanism or a strategy
0: to move forward. And for me, it's about the kid as well. Like I just want to make sure I'm a good dad, and that's all I really care about the most. Um, as well as being a good partner and supportive partner, and let that. Also take that pressure off, you know we don't need to get married. like what well, we were having this conversation before? you don't need to get married and um, and be that stereotypical family like that yeah, that.
1: should I share that story real quick? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we were talking to Marco when he wrapped up. and um, you know, like when uh, so obviously Tish and I we fell pregnant quite quick. And um you know, when Billy was born, Mum's like, oh, by the way, I've got I've got some diamonds, you know. They're little. If you want to get a um, ring made up for her, you can do that. And um, and I was like, you know, felt this pressure to to propose. And I was like, hang on, like I hadn't even I don't I, I didn't even know my partner in a year, and I felt this pressure to to propose to her because um, I think to some level probably Mum would have felt more comfortable at that stage going, oh, they've just had a baby, they're engaged, Mm. you know. But it's like, no, I'll do that in my time and if that works out. Right now I need to focus on our relationship, on being a dad, learning the ropes of being a dad and then building that romance back up into our relationship because, um, you know, being a new parent and there's like we've had some amazing times in these last months of being, like, Billy's eight months old now. She's coming, or nine months nearly. You know, like, we've had some amazing times. Would I say they're romantic? No, but they're beautiful moments, family moments, you know, playing on the beach, like, all three of us. Um, you know, every morning Billy comes into her bed and she wakes up every single morning and Tish does these videos where she, she'll film Billy every morning. Um, and like, you know, have like almost like a day log of, um, of these like morning moments with Billy. And some of them are just amazing. She shares those on her social media as well. And it's like, um, but I wouldn't say it's romantic, mm-hmm. you know, like that romance. Um, and now it's starting to get back into that romantic stage. You know, Tisha's still like a zombie for the lack of a better word. Like she has still no, no sleep. You know, um, and it's that's that's challenging. But I, I think yeah, taking that pressure off and having that conversation. Um, and you know, I've been a nervous wreck for the last year as well mm-hmm. because for the exact same reasons that you probably you know like what the hell is this going to be? Um, and what does yeah. it, and what should it be? And what does she expect it to be? And you know, if you don't have those conversations, how how are you to know? Yeah, exactly. You know, like I internalized a lot of it um, and just let it because I knew ultimately it would be it, it would be fine. There's nothing to worry about. Mm. You know, um, ultimately, and we have our fights every now and then, and they're over silly things. Yeah, well, well it's it's never about it's never about the plates not getting washed.
0: Is it? Is it? It's it's always a bigger issue. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not about the noodles. <laughs> <laughs> It's never about the noodles. There's usually, you know, it's it's a straw that broke the camel's back or it's about it's about a behaviour, not the actual thing. I think we just gotta sometimes we don't understand that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Matter. It's the matter, Mm. not the manner.
0: Exactly. Mm. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if that's
1: (laughs) but but yeah, it's um Oh James. Oh James. I need. I. I'm trying to remember the noodle story fully, but it was basically. Um, I don't know if I should share it, but I'm going to. Um, that's the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was something along the lines. Of, so I'd been fasting all day. Obviously, I've been struggling a bit with my weight. Um, for me, anyway, and. Just
0: you're looking pretty slim in that uh, nice dark blue new accidental fatherhood shirt, by the way.
1: Yeah, am I? Yeah, I've also wound the chair down a little bit to hide the good, (laughs) (laughs) the bulge, the bulge. (laughs) (laughs) the (laughs) boobie. Are you speaking of which? (laughs) I heard this story yesterday. I digress. I heard this story yesterday. Some guy took a 12 pound shit. What a 12 pound. He was blocked up for a month, he was in the UK. Holds a record for the biggest shit ever taken.
0: That's huge. On record that,
1: that is literally having a baby. They offered They offered him epidural. <laughs> 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 I was really? like, Do you reckon that guy? <laughs> Did they the, really? Yeah, 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 hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Do you reckon
0: that guy was like? Oh, he'd be—he'd be like, "Give me the fucking epidural straight away."
1: Well, I was gonna say, do you reckon that guy knew he had to take LeBun's M- Le classes or whatever they are? <laughs> <Yeah>. Hypno, <laughs> we need to do hypnobirthing classes before the shit. What okay if, if he had contractions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what if the water broke? <laughs> oh man, imagine if it did.
0: <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Sometimes this, you do all this you- poo water. <laughs> Usually, you do a piss first, right? <laughs> Imagine if, if he had a poo plug. <laughs> oh, man. Um, imagine, though, like, do you reckon he would be able to get away with when people are, when girls are like, you don't know what childbirth's like? Do you reckon he'd be like, actually, I have some experience? I reckon, <laughs> I reckon hold the record. I reckon that class is as experience. <laughs> Apparently, there's a photo of a nurse walking around with this, like, tray <laughs> of, like, one of those bedpans. How good would it <laughs> must have felt
0: afterwards? How good? He'd just, like, oh, <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. I reckon there might have been a bit of blood. But it must have been a good relief. Dabbing some milk. <laughs> milk on the on the old <laughs> ring stinger. <laughs> this, what? <laughs> what do you mean dabbing milk? Is that what you do? Oh uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> my um my <laughs> My dad tells this story of when he was a young kid. He sat on a, um, a fuel <laughs> on a fuel can on a forty four gallon drum of fuel, and someone had just emptied a bit of fuel out. So he got this he got he got fuel basically on his butthole and he said, "Oh, the burn!" <laughs> he went and sat on a, a saucepan of milk. <laughs> Is it like a hot curry? You know what they yeah, say? Yeah, it, yeah, like a ring Imagine if um, but he waited a month. Until he seeked health, like help, wouldn't you be eating prunes on day four? I don't know, man. That it's
0: that's a big. I shit. just don't think milk's gonna. Yeah,
1: I don't know, man. I don't know if he needed stitches or what. Also, yeah. Anyway, multicolored. It would have had to have been. Um, There's always corn in there. <laughs> well, could you imagine the stuff that he would have tried to eat? Like to try and get to the shit out. And try and get it out. Like <laughs> they would have, they would have been curries and all sorts. It would have been a layered dirt. <laughs> like like a shitty birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be
0: some fossils in there, you know, like <laughs> yeah. excavating the dinosaurs out. Of, man, wonder how how long had it been? Do you know how long it was? One month. One month. One month of poo. One month of in poo. one go. Whew. Yeah, hurts my my butthole just thinking about
1: it. Why didn't it come out in pebbles, James? That's what I want to know. Do you know Wombat's shits are square pebbles? Mm. That's weird, isn't it? Well, do they have a square butthole? I don't know. Begs the question. I assume it's square. You would have to. Like, how can you get a square, you know, that old square peg round hole sort of deal? Mm. Must have a square butt. Must are little cubes.
0: Little cubes. Wombats do cubed poos. Hmm. Lesson for today.
1: <laughs> anyway. Hey, where were we? I don't know. I think we were talking about the noodles. Yes. Yes, we were. So, um, yeah, so basically what happened? Um, I was fasting. I was like, oh, I'm going to start back into intermittent fasting, start back on the lion diet, which is Jordan Peterson's daughter's diet, Um which helps inflammation, all that sort of stuff as well as dropping a whole bunch of weight. So I was like, okay, let's um, integrate intermittent fasting. I'll do a little bit of keto, so I've put um, started putting a little bit of cream into my coffees and then I'll do the lion diet and I'll do that for four, five weeks just to flush my body. And then give me a good start. Today went out the window though I'm drinking beer, like yeah, so good start to the to the diet. Well, shout out to Green Beacon Brewing. Anyway. Um, But did I communicate this to my partner? No. No, I did not. Um, And so I thought I'll just start by doing intermittent fasting first. Got home. Um, It was a hectic afternoon with Billy. Billy's been like was I think, I don't know, she was teething or what. Um, But it was just, yeah, just hectic afternoon. So tried to do the bub thing, um, helped out there and I was like, I'm starving, going to get some noodles. Tish does not know that I hadn't eaten all day at this stage. She still doesn't actually, to be fair. So I was like, I need a quick snack because I don't want to cook dinner right now because I want to show up for my partner. Right. So in my head, I'm like, what's quick two minute noodles. Let's do that. Anyway. Um, you know, I could tell that it was, it upset Tish, like, because she really needed a break. Um, you know, and it was like she had a couple of rough nights with Billy as well. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, you add that onto me just being a general mess in the house. Um, you know, it was like she just needed to offload and she just offloaded in a message, which is fair enough. Um, but I took it really to heart and it affected my mood so much Um, and then Tyler came in and we started talking about the um, it was it was this perfect timing to be honest that Tyler came in because I was like I'm living in this gray area right now and I sort of needed to um, get back into that sort of dark masculine state I I was like okay this has happened Um, let's acknowledge that it's happened let's you know um, if and to be honest mate if I had a Probably if I didn't listen to Tyler that day, I probably would have kept going down in that grey, masculine, you know, energy sort of thing, um, where like you know, I was sulking, um, feeling sorry for myself, um, being really worried, tiptoeing around, walking on eggshells, doing all of that sort of stuff, and I would have, it would have, you know, um, it would not have been conducive for our relationship at all, and then, thank Christ, Tyler rolled on in and was so generous with all the information because I just got so much out of it. I went home, I acknowledged the fact that it was, you know, bad. And then I started doing certain things like cleaning up after yourself, cleaning up after myself, mm-hmm. throwing out some clothes, um, you know, doing some extra stuff. It's not, it's, it's right now it's a band aid. Like I know what I've got to go do. Um, but, I don't know about you, like I just find that life right now is so stressful. Finance, um, finances, work, um, outside like home pressures, Um, you know, I've deferred doing the diploma of of leadership so I can not, so I can have a bit more time at home. I'm like, well, right now it's not a good time to take on that, that once a week lesson, Um, you know, which is, you know, it was four hours and then assignment work on top. Probably not a good time to do that. Um, I've reduced a lot of the other stuff. Um, I think we spoke a couple of weeks ago about, um, and I said something like, "You can do anything, but you can't do everything." So, what have you got to? What can you? Like, you can't just what you got to sacrifice. You got to be like, what? What am I going to suck at? Um, So I was like, okay, I've taken too much on. So I've started to really like get back down on all that stuff that I was taking on. Reduce that stuff that was so that I can show up more, um, you know, at work and everything. But uh, it's just, yeah. Um, so, right now, it's, I've stuck a bandaid on that for sure. Um, but I know that I've got to continue doing work on that. Mm. Otherwise, it's not going to, otherwise, that bandaid's going to fall off eventually. Yeah. And there's going to be another noodle incident as well. And it's just, it's too much pressure on Tish. Like, I've got to, I've got to show up more at home.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, you can't change someone. Yeah. You can't change. Like, I don't think, and I'm going for this for my sister in law is a bit messy. I won't use the word slob. <laughs> you
1: just did. Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she listens anyway. So, but, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> she's, um, and I, and I, I, when I had to come to grass, because I, I was living with her and Phil. And I'm a very clean person. I like things in their place. And I don't mind if it's a mess as long as it's in one place. There's a pile of mess and then yeah. everywhere else is clean. But she likes to keep mess all over the house. Yeah. And I'd find myself cleaning up after them all the time and having that resentment. Oh, like, I'm bloody cleaning up after them again. They don't care about me. I'm, you know, this is my area too. And they're just leaving shit everywhere. And, um, you know, that's not fair. I'm always cleaning up after them, blah, 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 right? Everyone's been in that situation, I'm sure. Or you're on the other side and you're making the mess. Yeah. And what I had to come to terms with is my level of cleanliness is not the same as her level of cleanliness. And I had to accept that she was never going to change, ever. Yeah. Like that's who she is and that's me trying to force her to change her behaviour is not going to happen. Yeah. I can express, I can suffer because I'm... I want it to be a certain way and, it's, and, and resist what's what the, you know, happiness is accepting everything that it is. And I can resist that and be unhappy because she's never going to change and she's always going to be um, being inconsiderate that I would say uh, to my level of cleanliness. But she has strengths in other areas. She's an amazing cook. Amazing. amazing. So I'm like, okay, look, she's not the cleanest. And I need to be okay with that. So I had to lower, I had to just kind of meet her halfway and go, you know what, I'm not I'm not going to clean up after her anymore. Yeah. So I'm going to be okay with the mess and make peace with the mess and know that it's not intentional. She's not doing it to upset me as you're not doing it to upset your partner. You're not making mess everywhere to upset her, right?
1: Yeah. And you're probably not going to change, let's be honest. No, I've, I'm I'm putting things in. I'm I'm trying to put things in place, like minimalism. So I'm trying to get you, rid of. Yeah, you're trying. You're trying to. You're trying to help, and you probably will make changes. But, but
0: you know, you'll yeah. you'll probably slip it, slip back into the um your standard behavior, or whatever that is.
1: Hundred percent. I will. Yeah.
0: So you've got to kind of. I had to make peace with that and
1: know that. Yes, she's bad at this. But she's fucking awesome at that. So what you're telling Tish is that she's going to make peace with the fact that I'm a slob. Um, <laughs> kind of. And also just realize that you have strengths in other areas. Yeah.
0: And that um, just because you're bad at one thing doesn't mean you're bad at everything. And just because that upsets you and that he's a behavior, and your behavior upsets her, like that doesn't mean that you're doing the wrong thing in terms of the way you live your life. And there's just like a bit of a disconnect between you two and and your expectations of each other and your level of um, cleanliness to her level of cleanliness. And that's going to take some calibration and some understanding from both parts to understand that you've got to move a little bit and she's probably going to have to move a little bit and find that middle ground somewhere. Um, For me, I just had to accept that it wasn't going to change. And as soon as I accepted that this is just going to be like this and and make peace with the mess, I was okay with it. I'm like, you know what, I'm just not going to clean up after them. Yeah, And it's I'm going to live in the mess. And then I would have my own, I'd have my bedroom or my, my place in the house where <clears throat> it was my space yep. and that was always clean. Yeah, So I had control over my space and that was always clean and I was fine with that. And then the shared space, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to make my peace with that. And know that she's not doing it intentionally. Um, it's just how, and that's how she lives and that's that's her level. And also she's got strengths in other areas. And when she cooks
1: meals, she's so
0: amazing so i've got
1: to look at those other strengths and know that you know they're there as well yeah see i'm a night owl too so like for me i do all my cleaning at night before bed usually or i have done in the past and to baby you know like we'll have we'll have dinner and then um or we might feed billy dinner and then we'll put billy to bed and then we'll have dinner whatever it may look like the the bed routine bit hit and miss sometimes um as in yeah we don't know if we're eating with billy or after billy it just depends on the day right and what we're having um so anyway what i do after typically after dinner that's my wind down time for me my wind down time and i like to wind down by watching tv i'll watch some fucking garbage on tv and i switch off what have you been watching uh, started. Re- re- well, I watched the new Game of Thrones. Whatever that shit oh, is. How good is it? You liked it. I really liked the house of the, the House of the Dragon. Mm. Loved it.
0: I want to see episode two before I make any. Oh man, I think they've nailed it. Yeah, I, I reckon they've nailed it. Yeah. Have you watched that Sandman? Yeah. Yes, that's I've good. Sandman. It's good, isn't it?
1: Binged that. Yeah. Binged the shit out of that.
0: I really enjoyed it. It was very different.
1: Yeah, but House of the Dragon, I think they've just nailed it. Yeah, well, Neil Neil Gaiman, Neil Gaiman's my favourite author, so and I, you know, like a couple of weeks ago we were talking about books um, or stories that you were listening to. Mm. Yeah, well, I um I used to listen to Neil Gaiman audiobook of Norse mythology, and it was just stories of Thor, Loki, um. Oh, I should know all their names I've listened to the book on Odin Odin um, Freak or something uh, Fleek Freaker. Fleeker oh, whatever, yeah. yeah anyway all these stories and they're fucking sick and the, and he narrates it he actually tells he actually reads the book and his voice I don't know if you've heard him but he's got this like really um, unique voice and he tells his ability to tell the story and get into the role and then do – it's just amazing. And I used to just listen to that on repeat every night um, when I used to wind down to sleep. So – because I started getting panic attacks at night uh, before bed. I would actually get – I would actually be scared of falling asleep. I got to a stage where um, whilst Tisha and I have been together in this last sort of year that I was scared to fall asleep. You weren't having any caffeine before bed, like a cup of tea or anything, were you? No, 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 no. As I was dozing off, as I was, as I was drifting off, mm. I would get into a fight or flight mode. Um, it's like you're dying and I'd, be, I'd wake up and then I wouldn't get any sleep. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, it was a mental case. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but I think that was from not doing anything, James. Mm. Like it was during covid I had a wrist injury. I didn't do any weights because I wasn't able to because work cover kicked me off and I was trying to fight back to get back onto work cover. So the one thing that I could do was um, ignore my GP and just – well, ignore the GP. The GP is like you can do weights and stuff as long as it doesn't hurt your hand. It was basically just stop everything because I didn't want to – I was desperately trying to get back onto work cover. Lost that battle but anyway – and I think it was just i have spent my entire adult well my entire life I've been active and doing things, so when I went to bed, I was tired mm. and then all of a sudden, I didn't have any of any way to get energy out, yeah,
0: and your and mind yeah, and your mind loves to grab hold of things. I was going to actually say this before because i was I had a bit of an uh a bit of a you know I was having trouble with that client, and I was going through a bit of anxiety around that, and I found that. I would really concentrate and focus on anxiety. And my whole kind of existence was I'm anxious, I'm anxious, I'm anxious and, you know, like concentrating on it. Yep. And I feel like, you know, where your focus goes, the en- where the energy goes, whatever the saying is, um, it grows. And I felt like the more I focused on being anxious, the bigger a problem it felt in my life and it was just all I was thinking about. Yeah. So I made a, I made a decision last week. I was literally writing to work and I'm like, you know what? Fuck anxiety. I'm just I'm not gonna say I'm anxious anymore. Like yeah. I'm not even gonna say oh I'm anxious, I'm anxious. I'm like I'm just gonna start thinking about other shit. Cause the more I thought about it, the more I felt anxious and the more it, it just consumed my life. And I felt like maybe if I can shift the focus onto something else, it'll like I'll stop feeding it. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Um and i and I really found it worked. Like this week's been amazing and I'm starting to really kind of um, you know, not give that the power that it had over me yep which is easier said than done uh but
1: yeah 100% easier said than done mm. um but i feel but like
0: yeah because when you couldn't sleep right your mind would have gone every time you went to sleep your mind would have grasped onto that oh i'm i'm not going to be able to sleep tonight and you'd focus on it 100%. so you you it's
1: start like don't think about the don't think about the elephant yeah the pink elephant Fucking, yeah and everybody's thinking about an elephant yeah you it's, know yeah. um i had an mri this week on my hand oh, yeah and um it was funny, you know. They're like, "Don't move your hand, keep it still." And I'm like, "That's probably the worst thing yeah. that you could say to someone." It goes for thirty minutes. It's the worst thing that you could say to someone, right? Like the best thing that you could probably say to someone is, um, "Hey, don't focus on, um, you know, try, and try- keep, yeah, try and keep it still." But it doesn't matter if you move a little bit. Yeah, or even better, like, "Hey, don't focus on, um, don't focus on the sound," right? And then all of a sudden the entire time I would have been focusing on the sound and being like, why the fuck did they say don't focus on the sound for? You know, like, mm. and I would have been sitting there perfectly still going, why would they tell me not to focus on the sound? Like, oh, I'm hearing that. Oh, don't hear that. Listen to the music. Listen to the music. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, or, or hey, um, you know, don't close your eyes. Like, oh, okay.
0: Like, that's, that's,
1: you know what? That's a trick I
0: use when I'm having trouble sleeping. Mm. I'll, in the middle of the night, I'll go. Okay, I'm going to try and because you know how you're trying to sleep and you got your eyes closed and you just can't get to sleep. I'm like, I'll say to myself, "You got to hold your eyes open." And I'll stand, I'll lay in bed, and I'll have my eyes wide open and I'll just try and keep them open as long as I can. And it's like reverse psychology. Yeah. And then I'll just start getting my eyes will just start closing and I'll just get really sleepy and I'm off. Yeah. It's weird how that kind of works as well, like reverse psychology and, um, yeah,
1: yeah. Anyway, What were we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? um, I am interested though. Like, so obviously, um, when we got pregnant, we were, I wasn't doing any of my normal stuff that I used to do because of my hand injury Um, and what was going on with that. And now I'm really struggling to get back into some of that stuff. I know it's going to hurt my hand, but I'm like, I'm just going to do it. Um, and then I'll deal with the pain of the hand somehow. Like I listened to this podcast from Jocko this week. And Jocko Willink. Jocko Willink, one of my favorite podcasters. Um, and been listening to him since the early days when he was on Tom, um, Tim Ferriss. And um, he had this guy on who's an active serviceman in special forces and he lost um he lost his leg, so he's the first amputee from the knee above the knee, doing active services special forces, and I'm like, "What the fuck do I have to complain about? Yeah, I've got a sore hand that hurts all the time. That's nothing. Why the fuck am I sitting around doing nothing? You know what I mean mm. um, why am I letting this get to me so much yeah, and um but it's gonna be and then so. You know, trying to combat that with also doing the the fatherhood thing, um, as well as, you know, like the podcast. Obviously, like we've discussed that you are carrying a lot of the weight at the moment. Um, but I'm really intrigued to see how you go when Bub comes along. Oh, me too. Or when Alex moves in. I named her again. Fuck.
0: There's, there's two that's <laughs> fine. There's two there's two big events so, happening. It's partner moving in. And
1: the challenges associated with that, and then there's the baby coming. So yeah. So two people moving into my space. So – and that's what – I don't know if I say it to you, but I always think it anyway, is one good thing that you've got going for you is that you've got all these processes in previously, like yeah. To, uh, before. Yeah, fit, fit and healthy. And fit, healthy. Um, you've got – and then you've, you've got your routine already. Mm-hmm. So like if, you know, for you to go, oh, I'm going to go do Kung Fu on a Saturday morning – Well, Alex knows that you do Kung Fu every Saturday morning. Whereas if I say to to Tish, hey, I'm going to go do Kung Fu on Saturday morning, she'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Where did that come from? You know, so it's going to be, I think it's going to be interesting to see how that develops. Yeah. And I I think it's
0: really important. I don't think, I know it's really important that you have your own time. Yeah. To do something that you need for yourself. So for me, I will, I will hands down say to Alex, non-negotiable. Kung Fu is non-negotiable. Yeah. That's happening. So we have to work around that. It's non-negotiable. For me to be a happy person Yeah, and to feel fulfilled in my life, I need to do that. Yeah. And that's a non-negotiable for me. So I'm happy for her to have non-negotiables. It's fine. But that's my non-negotiable. Yeah. And yeah, just setting those expectations. Yeah. It's going to be,
1: like I said, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. And I'm sure it's like, is, a,
0: like obviously the we'll flash back to this episode in yeah. a year's time. I mean, the the journey so far hasn't been easy.
1: No, you know, no, I, no. I
0: sit here and go, oh, you know, we're we're working through things and stuff. But there's been some really hard conversations. There's been some really sad moments for me. I've felt um, very lonely in our relationship. Uh, you know, there's all this stuff going on and emotional, and you know, it's 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 a lot to process, and it hasn't been easy. Yeah. But, you know, good things never are easy, you know. Nah, that's exactly right. The best things in life come. And I actually heard, I was watching a video this week and they said that fatherhood or parenthood, it's not something that you would class as a fun experience. Like you don't go, oh, this is so fun. Mm. I love being a parent. Yeah. It's not part of, It's not that at all. Yeah. And all of those bad moments like changing the nappies and, um, you know, all of those horrible things that make up pretty much sixty or seventy percent of your day, like just doing all that shit work, or that that is not what you remember. No. You remember the good moments. And then when you reflect back on your on childhood, on the child's life and you think about, I oh, know, what was it like? Yeah. All you can remember is the good times. And all those nappy changes and those non-sleeping nights and all those things that you had to experience they don't they don't show up in your memories no. you, you just remember those amazing moments and that's when you reflect back so yeah they said that parenthood is not fun mm. but it's one of the most beautiful experiences you will have and it's it makes life meaningful and purposeful
1: oh 100% like you know um and uh, yeah on that too like when you are going through the shit the shit um the shit times and with your partner you both sleep deprived. Try not to make it a scoring competition. Mm. Because it's so easy and it's so easy to feel like it is. Um, you know, and that's the thing, it's not a, there's no scoreboard in a relationship or in a parent in parenting at all. And that was something that I learned last week. But it's um you know like yeah Tish gets up. And does everything But it's like Well I'm tired too You know Like yeah I don't get up Or um, Maybe I I wake up But she doesn't see me Get up You know Um, Or she doesn't see me Wake up Like I'll often Wake up during the night And it's a broken sleep It's nowhere near What Tisha's going through Like she's a fucking superwoman Honestly Um, And I think All mums Are Um, But yeah It's it's – um, I don't remember that. Like even now in Billy's short life of eight months or nine months, whatever she is, it's like, yeah, I don't remember that. I remember the, the giggles in the bathtub or whatever it might be, mm. you know, the um, jumping up and down on the bed or, you know, um, saying mum for the first time, like mum, 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 mum. Like it's kind of, you know, I'll be like dad, hey dad, <laughs> yeah. dad, dad. And she'll, and she'll be like mum 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 and it's like you little bitch yeah <laughs> Phil, Phil was trying
0: to get he's like it was like a little bit of a competition between them it's like who is he going to say dad or mum first and Phil was convinced you know oh, I'm going to get I'm going to get I'm just going to implant dad in the
1: mind so I reckon here's the thing right so when girls put them on solids they put a spoonful of whatever the fuck it might be avocado in the mouth we've got a lot of money to swear job, by the way um, but They'll put whatever in the mouth, and they'll go, mmm, mmm, and I'm like, I it clicked the other day. That's mum. That's mum. Mmm, and they'll they'll be like, food. Mmm, you're rewarding me for mmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So any dads out there that are trying to, you know, make the it's the a debut, losing it's a losing battle there. Well, I started going, duh. Dad. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how that's going to go and that's going to work. I think, Yeah. Well, hey, we'll find out Billy might have some learning difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> Takes after dad. Duh. <laughs> the, uh,
0: I was um yeah, speaking of like I don't know how I'm going to go because who knows how I'm going to go with childhood and mm. um, being a being a dad, childhood um, being a dad. But I watched a a um a really a, a child psychologist whose name is Vanessa Lapointe. And she wrote a really good book and it's, it's over there but I forget what it is. But she said um, she had a first child and she classes children in two categories. Yeah. She goes, they're either a daffodil or they're a dandelion. Right. She goes, my first child was a dandelion. Dandelions will grow anywhere. They don't need much light, food, whatever. They'll grow in little tiny gaps in the concrete. She goes, I thought I was the best mum in the world. This mm. kid was so easy. She goes, I'm just like, I'm just a super mum. This is just, I'm a natural. This is easy. She goes, my next child was a daffodil. And she goes, daffodils need just the amount of, right amount of light. They need just the right amount of water. They need just the right amount of food. Like they, every single thing affects them. They're so
1: fragile. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you kids are like, yeah, it's going to be a daffodil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was a dandelion (laughs) You're a dandelion I'd probably be a daffodil I reckon Alex is a daffodil as well Um, Uh, So it's not looking good But Yeah, daffodils are dandelions So you got the two there So um, some are just really easy And some just Just need a little bit extra love So You'll be fine
1: Yeah It's going to be interesting though
0: Mm. how, um, How many weeks now? I think we're 22, 23 weeks now I'm really looking yeah. forward to just seeing the baby. Yeah. I think that's something I'm
1: looking forward to the most. We still she don't Anna, know, no. no. No sex. Not going to find out? No. Well, I will find out. When? When it comes. Out. Yeah. Um, what are you doing? Birthing classes. Have you sorted that shit out? You, hope- guys are, you guys are doing what we did. Yeah, we haven't done anything yet. Which no, is we- actually – so here's the thing. Um, so we did hypnobirthing. I think I've spoken about it a lot on the podcast. Um, Megan Amore, anyone on the Gold Coast, highly recommend. Um, you guys can search her. Hopefully she hopefully we can swindle her on the podcast mm-hmm. at some stage. Um, but she was fantastic, hypnobirthing, highly recommend. In saying that, girls' journey, they get to choose, whatever. But um we didn't realise we came in, we we got onto the into her class and we were like really late. So by the time the classes were finished, we only had five weeks or something left. Of our pregnancy. All these other people had done it early and we caught up with the mother's group and um, shout out to those girls and boys, they listen as well. Um, so, but they, um, you know, like we were, it was actually worked out really well because everything in our, everything was fresh for us. So, um, yeah, it's yeah, actually right. probably not a bad thing that you guys haven't.
0: We, we, yeah, and we're we still, de-
1: we're still deciding whether we go private or public as well. I would go like I've. I mean, once, once again, Ash, it's the woman's choice here, really. It is, but I mean, uh, we we did the turnstile one, so we we were in and out the same day, public, public yeah. turnstile, in and out the same day. I've got friends that went private, um, and it was, you know, they they come out of hospital really well rested mm. because nurses look after their bubs, yeah. Essentially, I think I think um, and I
0: because uh, out. My partner's not close. Her parents aren't close. There's no support like her family aren't close. I think she kind of would
1: like to have a little bit of a support, but you can get that in the public system as well. Yeah, we chose to. We chose not to. And then when the midwives came and visited us. Um, the next couple of days, within the next couple of days, checking yeah. on Bob, checking on everything. But there's also, but- I think there's
0: part of it that she she wants continuity of care. So she wants to have the same midwife um, post, pre and during the pregnancy so that there's like familiar, because once again, her mum probably won't be there, her family are far away. It's like she just wants a familiar face to help her through that yep. that can give her kind of that security and safe.
1: Yep. To, to, so yeah, so. friends of mine had their obstetrician and um, booked in for that exact reason, and, and they <laughs> she there was on holidays. It. Yep,
0: <laughs> yeah, which can
1: happen. Which can happen. Well, the people too, they've got lives yeah. as well, our, right? Also, yeah. So. She,
0: well, our obstetrician said that she'll um, she's going on holidays two weeks after, so she'll be there. She she recommends well, she reckons she will be.
1: Yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, um, first pregnancy though could go two weeks late. Could do. Or maybe obstetrician. Could be a Christmas oh. baby, because we're we're pretty close to the seventeenth or eighteenth of December.
0: Baby so Jesus. It <laughs> could be. I've got a friend <laughs> who's born on Christmas Day. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And he is very Christian, actually. Yeah. Um, he's the most Christian man
1: I know. He's the most he's the biggest guy I know.
0: Mm. He's Mr. Yeah. Natural bodybuilding Hulk. Australian champion.
1: Yeah. Or mm. well, well, was. Talk about physique. That guy. I want to wrap it up? Yeah, I reckon we could wrap it up. Is there anything else you want to speak to around? No, I'm just really grateful for all the guests that have come on. Mm. Um, if you do want to come on, go to the website, I guess, and and um, follow the links that James has kindly set up. Yeah, there's a form and there. And there's a form. And we'll get in touch and have a chat and uh- – yeah and if you
0: have any questions or any subjects or anything you want us to talk to, maybe uh, get in touch on our Instagram yeah and just shoot some questions through because we can we can get any guests on here and talk about anything you want so if you've got any burning questions or especially with previous guests, if you've got any questions you want to ask us to previous guests because more than likely some of them will be coming on to season two yeah. so we can um, address some of those questions too so that'd be cool just a uh, if you. Be a bit interactive. So if you've got any questions, you want or any subjects you want us to address, yeah. Get in touch. Or if you want to sponsor the podcast, (laughs) reach out. Yeah. 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 Um definitely. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for listening. And uh we'll see you next episode.
1: Yeah. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Bye.